<clears throat> Hello and welcome to the Surprisingly Sober Podcast. I am your host, Taryn. And I am your parasite, Trevor. Because you're the host, I'm the uh, parasite. <laughs> it took me a Sockets. second. Um, and we are the Surprisingly Sober Boys, bringing you the Surprisingly Sober Podcast. When will we, be, when will we become su- Surprisingly Sober Men? Um... We when we grow the fuck up and stop doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, um, you know, I just think it's really important that people hear what I think. Because uh, <laughs> all that matters in the world <clears throat> is what t- some 27-year-old punk sitting in his basement thinks while wearing yellow shorts and drinking blue fucking mouthwash. Don't forget about the St. Laurent hoodie. Yeah. Next step, the only thing that can be more douchey, Supreme. <clears throat> If I was wearing like sneakers, like hype sneakers on the underneath area, the like, underneath the out yeah. of shot, yeah, the out of shot, <laughs> just like uh, that scene with uh, Samuel Jackson. No, not Samuel Jackson. Oh man, cut that, please, Taryn. <laughs> Future Taryn, cut this. Um, it's like that scene in uh, Twenty Two Jump Street with uh, Ice Cube. Ice Cube, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, where he's like, I'm wearing $4,000 shoes and you can't even see that shit right now. And it's like, yeah, the budgets for like wardrobe on movies is insane for shit that you don't even see. Well, those are probably his <clears> own though. Maybe. No, I doubt they wear their own I d- shit Yeah, well, I doubt somebody would also wear $4,000 sneakers. I think... At- well, no, he was probably wearing dress shoes. Like, he was at work. But it's Ice Cube. He yeah, does what he, he wants. Yeah, probably, but he's still... Like, I, I would assume, being a grown-ass man, he's not just walking around like, yeah, man, wear my off-white Jordans. Like, he'd probably just be wearing, like, like Pradas or something. Like, at a so, job. Yeah. I, I, Ice Cube, normal day, probably would wear his off-white Jordans. Walking around. Yeah, it, like, but doing if it, he's the but police if he in, chief... Well, no, I'm saying, like, even, like, Ice Cube, like, the real Ice Cube, like, if he was in a business meeting... I doubt he would just roll up, like, dressed like a hype beast. Like, he didn't just roll up being like, fuck the police. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I would. If he did that, I would buy anything and everything that he sold to me. So um, That's fair. So, Taryn, how are you? I'm tired, man. I'm, me too. I'm very It has been a week for us. Yeah. We both got, you got your final dose of the vaccine, and yep. I got the Johnson & Johnson one, so I was yeah. one and done. And it fucked us up. Yeah. Um, I think it probably fucked you up a little bit more, but I got hit pretty hard with it. You got, I would say you got hit harder. My situation just sucked a little bit more. It lasted a little bit longer, it felt like. And it constantly was like, all right, I'm going to call out of work tomorrow. I'm going to call out of work tomorrow. And then someone else would call out. So I was like, all right, I'm going in, but I'll call out the next day. And I just kept going in the work until it was just like, I'm better now. I suffered through that effectively. <laughs> For the second time, because you suffered yeah. through it for the first one as well. Yeah. Yeah, no. It was lots of fun for me. Yeah. Um, and everyone kept being like, well, why didn't you call out? I'm because just, you called out, dumb bitch. And it's just like, I'm just not going to not have the work be done. <clears throat> like, I hate those, like, grind every day assholes. Like, oh, the grind never stops, you know? Like, you have to monetize everything that you do. Those people are working for themselves. Even then, like, they're all full of shit. Yeah, they're full yeah. of shit, but, like, you can't really do that when you're working for someone else like we are. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to spend 
18 hours a day. Yeah, working for someone else so I can then become their the the yeah. person in charge of that they put in charge. Yeah. Like, and I'm still not the main guy. Yeah. Just, like anyone who thinks you can like work up to being a CEO, it's like that's not a thing. Like a C a CEO happens one of two ways. You were already the dude's like second in command, mm-hmm. like from the get go, and then he finally was like, "Dude, I'm hanging it up. Like business is yours," and he passes it off to you, or you start your own business. Like you're you're or- never going to be working at like a grocery store, being a stock boy, and work your way up to CEO. Like that's not a thing. But I feel like too many people think they can. Like that that's like uh, yeah. I think you're talking about two different things though. You're talking about business owner and then CEO. CEO well, yeah. is like a, a large company. Well, <clears throat> arguably like, the CEO is the same thing for a business owner, but yes. your average business owner is probably like the think, CEO, the CFO, and like he's kind of the everything. Yeah. When you think of CEO, you think of Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Like some dude in the Amazon warehouse right now is never going to be a CEO of Amazon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I feel like too many people. Who is, is going to be somebody who went to uh school got a bunch of business degrees masters and whatnot and a bunch of things and and then is gonna be eh, basically handpicked and and gonna have friends in in the right places yeah you know dude um just like how when we were uh in community college together way back when they're and they're asking like what's everyone's goal for being here basically and Jesus Christ. Um, one girl was like, she wanted to become a CEO. It's like not how that works. Like I, H- You just want to be a CEO. You don't care what it's for. Yeah. Like, you just want to be, you just yeah. want to be a chief executive like, officer. Yeah. The correct answer is I want a business degree so that I can take my idea and like turn it into a like profitable business. Like that's probably what she meant. But I also think there's a good to fair chance a part of her thinks like, well, once I get my degree, like I can just go apply to be a CEO somewhere. How much do you want to bet she's still a fucking Starbucks barista? Dude. What, <laughs> I don't what, know who she is because I don't remember this, but I bet you she's a fucking Starbucks barista. What about that fucking tool bag who uh, was like the uh, – like he was like a day manager at a movie theater. Oh, and yeah, he just yeah. he just thought he was like the coolest fucking person on the face. he was a part-time manager at a yeah. movie theater. And, oh, he was like, and he had his MacBook, and he tried to argue that with me one day that a Mac is the only way to like write and record music. It's the only thing that professionals use, and it's like GarageBand. <laughs> no, he probably used like Logic or something. But uh, oh, the wait, rapper? Yes. Okay. Um, who came many years after Logic, the software? But yes. Um. Well, and then they all came many millennia after Logic. The thinking tool. The thinking tool. <laughs> Thanks, Socrates. Uh, I think Thanks for he, fucking all those boys. Yep. Uh, yeah, Socrates, the pedophile. The little boy raping pedophile. But it was okay back then, Taryn. Yeah, it's a different time. We don't understand. It's still weird, though. Yeah. Like, whether the law permits it or not, wanting to fuck a, like a 12-year-old... <laughs> Is it weird that Nam like Nambla is a real thing, right? What law? Nambla. Nambla. National know. Association for Man Boy Love. 
It was a South Park thing. I saw it on South Park. You're a little bit more well versed on this topic than me, but I'll keep talking about I'm, what I'm talking I'm about for now. Google if yeah, Manblaze yeah, is a no, real thing. Google it. So it no, is like a I'm, real thing. I'm saying like it doesn't matter what the law permits. It's fucking like not okay if someone wants to fuck a twelve year old. Like, oh well, it was legal back then. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's still fucking weird. Just like people who move places where the age of consent's lower. It's like you're you're a pedophile. That's predatory. Yeah. That is you were seeking yeah. it out. Yeah. Like, oh, I heard in Japan the age of consent is fourteen. So, so Nambla is a real thing. The North American Man Boy Love Association. It started in nineteen seventy eight. Um, they held regular meetings up until the 90s where they stopped doing it uh, to avoid local police infiltration. And then the organizers uh, of, of NAMBLA uh, said that they need to stop also um, organizing local chapters, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, <laughs> of police infiltration. Um, I thought that it was a joke from South Park, but apparently it is real. So, I mean, like, I feel like a lot of the jokes made on South Park, South Park, Family Guy and stuff are very much based in truth. Like more often than not. I'd say more, more so South Park. Well, yeah. South Park's more of a direct social commentary of whatever's going on in the world. Yeah. But I would say like early Family Guy did have some smart jokes where like you had to kind of like look it up and be like, that's a pretty surprising reference, Seth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seth yeah. MacFarlane is a genius. Seth MacFarlane's great, but he knows what South Park is, and he knows what sells. He's like Adam Sandler. Like, yeah. Adam Sandler's a great actor, but he knows he's going to make more money being Adam Sandler. <clears throat> yeah. Like, he's not dumb. Yeah, he's going to go make that Jack and Jill movie. Oh, God. And it's going to sell because kids are going to love it. Oh, he's going to make... I mean, Who Be Halloween wasn't bad it had some funny moments i would say hoobie halloween was actually like a top tier adam sandler movie it was i liked it 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 was every great trope of adam sandler shoved in the one movie just as a big middle finger to people who didn't like uncut gems which was phenomenal phenomenal yeah um that was like a great film like it was uh, um what were we talking about um fucking little boys seth MacFarlane. Does not fuck little boys. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane's a good person. He called out uh, Harvey Weinstein a long time ago. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, A Million Ways to Die in the West was really good. Yeah. With Liam Neeson and Charlize yeah. Theron. That was a really good movie. Because that was just another thing. It was just like making fun of all those like classic Western tropes. Yeah. And, and like, you know, it was super funny. I, I thought it was a great movie. A lot of people just gave it shit. Yeah. Um. And then I heard that his show, The Orville. Orville, I've heard like nothing really but good. insanely good things yeah. about it. I'm like I heard it. the like first like four episodes or so, it's like you got to trudge through it. But then like once you get past that, it's just like skyrockets up. Yeah. Which, um, I, which I feel like is fair. I'd rather a show have a few rocky first episodes to really lay out the foundation. Yeah. So that it can be like, and now doing. let's do this. Yeah, now it's like, hey, we've laid out all the shitty stuff, got it all out. Now we can pack, uh, you know, we can punch it every episode. Yeah. So there's <clears throat> a new show, I think it's on Netflix, um, with uh, superheroes and stuff like that. 
Oh, and it's supposed, Jupiter Ascending? Yeah, it's Is supposed... It? From what I've heard, it's supposed to basically just compete with the boys. I saw a clip from it, and it was just like a more serious part of it. Yeah. And I didn't really think much of it. So, um, according to one of my coworkers, um, it, it was just a big wet fart. Where it's like they spent like literally just the entirety of the first season eight episodes just like setting up exposition of like and he was like and it felt like it was a lot of stuff that just didn't matter like we don't need to know more about these characters like Um, we need to know more about these characters but for some reason you're just like setting up like all of this story about everyone and then with netflix they'll cancel it because no one's gonna watch it yeah they'll no they'll wait till it gets a following then they'll cancel it (laughs) what was one of your favorites that they did that too (sighs) I mean, they canceled BoJack, I mean. But that, I felt like, kind it, of... It had ended. a run. It had a good run. Well, it's like five seasons, too. Usually, it's after, like, the six, second or third I think. season. Six seasons? Five or six seasons, yeah. Yeah. But usually, they'll, like... Like, like I'm surprised Stranger Things hasn't been canceled yet. <sighs> um, I'm not, just because of how beloved it is. Like, it... I would say that is Netflix's show, in the way of, like, what's Netflix known for, like, in terms of originals. The, the correct answer is Stranger Things. Like, yeah, they have other big shows, but it's Stranger Things. So, let's talk about Netflix. Fuck Netflix. Why? They canceled BoJack. They we could, didn't. We could have... Yeah, they did. I mean, they did, but they didn't. Yeah. They... Because didn't you... Isn't the, the whole thing behind the BoJack Horseman thing, like, like the writer's like, hey... Just give us a one-season notice. Yeah, give us a one-season notice so we can end it. And yeah. I feel like when you watch it, you're like, this is a complete story arc, and it's the, perfect. The one thing they didn't touch on that they set up – well, there's other things they wanted to touch on too. Um, but um, I would have liked to see more about Princess Carolyn being a mom and being with Judah. That would have been fucking awesome. And Todd. Um, Todd Todd and his relationship with Maud because that was the most adorable fucking relationship in the world – and his relationship with his parents. Yeah. Because, like, they just, like, they introduced it, and then this, the end of the show. But I just I just don't think that Aaron Paul has the acting chops for that. I think he would have done fine. I was just kidding. I'm just give, giving shit for Aaron Paul, because I forgot dude, he was in Need for Speed movies until I saw a clip from it this morning. Dude, fuck, who was also in Need for, or not Need for Speed, uh... Fast and Furious? Yeah, I saw someone in one of them where I was just, like... Ludicrous. Yes, like it's surprising he's there, oh. but no, it's not because it's the only. Movie oh no, I no, no, no! It it wasn't these movies at all. Uh, Chris Hemsworth being in Star Trek. Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah. Played... Like I saw a clip of him in Star Trek, and I was like, he played Kirk's dad, yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> but also, that, I've never watched Star Trek. So. That first Star Trek movie is so good. We we can watch it sometime. It is incredibly good because of. I'm not a huge. Star Trekkie. Trek fan at yeah, all, Trekkie. actually. I think the only Star Trek things I've ever seen are the, 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 the new ones, the JJ Abrams movies. And I think I've only seen like the first, I seen the first one. And then I know I saw one with Benedict Cumberbatch in it. I, I heard Benedict is amazing in it, but <clears throat> I mean, he's Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. So the first one is incredibly good because it's, it is the original, it's, it's Kirk, Spock, yeah. all them, but they somehow, he, he makes it, he basically makes it – he creates his own timeline. So it has nothing to do with the original series. Yeah. So he can do whatever he want with it with the same characters. That's what was really impressive and how he did it was 
was really impressive and you see it. And then just, I think all of the actors there are, are incredibly good. Yeah. Um, um, you have, uh, uh, fucking, what's his name from Shaun of the Dead? Um, Simon Pegg. Dude, you're the actor guy, all right? Simon Pegg. Zoe Saldana. Oh. Uh, like. Zachary Quinto, Chris Pine. One of the, like, most attractive people. <clears throat> like, she's, yeah, but she's like, just a fucking. But, like, her two most famous roles, she's painted green. I like green chicks. What can I say? I care about the environment, you know? Uh, <laughs> or do I know? Is she painted green in Star Trek? I think she's blue in Star Trek. No. Anyway, I'm going to talk about my thing. Oh, my um, God. You always want to talk about yourself. Well, what? Benedict Cumberbatch came up, and I I saw something funny about him. So I was watching interviews with, like, uh, it was Anthony Mackie, who plays the Falcon. Uh, oh, no, she's State. normal. She's not. Oh. I, I was going to say she's not colored, but. She is African American, so. <laughs> I Sebastian Stan, who was playing Bucky, <laughs> and then I feel bad that I can't remember the actor who plays Mbaku. Uh, I'm really bad at actor names. Steve Bombay. Um, and so I they're they're answering either. questions, and the person interviewing is like, "Yeah, so was there any like uh, big moment that you're like excited to see like on the big screen?" And he's like, you know, we can't really say much. And then Anthony Mackie's like, yeah. So there's this one scene with Benadryl Cumberbund, and he like does this thing with his hands, and I'm really excited to see like how that looks like finished. <laughs> and he just kept changing his name. And it's like I like it when pe- like actors are like in on the jokes that like the fans have. They're just yeah. like, I-, I know what your jokes are, dude. The Benedict Cumberbatch names are the funniest ones. Yeah. Every girl loves him too, dude. Um, so they asked, uh, asked them like, "Hey, what would your fans be called?" Because like, Benedict Cumberbatch has the Cumber Bitches. Like, what's yours? And uh, Sebastian stands like the Winter Children, and he's like, "Oh, I don't like that actually." I don't like because <laughs> he he kind of was thinking about it. And he was like, "All right, I'm the Winter Soldier, the Winter's Children." <laughs> and i was like nah i like it. i mean you could just call them stands yeah, which Sebastian is funny stands yeah which that's more of a k-pop thing but still it still works what is the stands thing i thought isn't that from eminem let's find out like this i thought that's what it was from this isn't the uninformed podcast <laughs> well no because like he had that thing like uh, where like um he had a song about some some stan or something like that. I don't know. And then you had the whole um Um it's a combination of the words stalker and fan. Um Oh, that makes so much more sense yeah. now. Who are you um, a stan Some for? some people attributed to him, some people attributed to the K pop fandom. I would I would say it's probably more from the K pop. Like it yeah. I'd say like Because the, I I feel Eminem like started it, K pop finished it because it like, was like Yeah. Like they're the look, ones who are gonna get stalked. Look at Blackpink and then look at Marshall Math Matthews? Mathers? Marshall uh, Mathers. Which one do you think is gonna get followed home by some creepy fan? Oh I feel like you're not gonna follow Eminem home because he'll fucking shoot you. Yeah, you're not gonna. Follow you're gonna follow Blackpink home, cause they hot as shit. <laughs> Have you? Um, you? You did disappear for a while. Did you go to Korea? Yeah, but I chose the wrong one. <laughs> but don't worry, I got out. 
I thought you meant the wrong Blackpink member. You meant the wrong Korea. <laughs> yeah. I made it out. You made it out? Yeah. Damn, you're one of the lucky ones. Yeah. When are we just going to, like, get rid of North Korea? It, it's because they're close with China and we don't want to create conflict with China. That's also why we're okay with Hong Kong being oppressed. Yeah. Well, I don't know why. I should have. I know that. I should have thought yeah. about that before I asked that. Um, that was literally the whole fucking Vietnamese and, or Korean War. Yeah. And the Vietnamese War. We yeah. was fighting China through their little puppets. Yeah. But also, uh, North Korea is, like, one of the worst countries to invade because it's such, like, a mountainous, like, forestry terrain. Yeah, ask Eisenhower in the 50s yeah. how that went. And so it's just, like, we could be at war with them forever and make, like, almost no progress. Like, we could nuke the shit out of them, but that causes a whole <clears throat> lot of other problems with other countries being like, hey, uh, I thought we all agreed we weren't doing that one. <laughs> it's so, it's not, I guess it's not funny, but it's it's humorous. Um, the Korean War in the 50s because immediately we got out of World War II we're like oh war is really like you can make a lot of money in war let's yeah. keep doing these we've pretty much been in war ever since yeah Um, in the Korean War uh, it moved the, like they you can see you know how like the borders moved as the armies moved mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, started the border was at the 38th parallel mm-hmm. uh, I think North Korea or, yeah, North Korea moved in a little bit to South Korea. We pushed them back, and they started pushing back. And then we're like, all right, truce. We'll just call the border right here where it's at. And it was the 38th parallel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, And then there's okay. that, like, one-mile stretch of, like, <clears throat> basically, like, dead land. Like, there's stuff there, but it's like... Oh, DMZ, yeah. Yeah. The demilitarized zone. Yeah. Um, where both sides are just sitting there pointing guns at the other side. Yeah. And then apparently there's, like, a fake one that they use for news oh, reporting. That makes sense. A little bit of ways away from the actual one. Like yeah. the one that you see on TV and everything is not the real one. I believe it. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know who told me that? Conan O'Brien. Cause he <laughs> went to it and like him and Steven Yoon from the walking dead. Yeah. Um, they were like, they started like, they're like making it seem like it was all real and everything like that. And then like, they started doing shit to the North Korean guards and nobody was doing anything. And they're like, and they're like, yeah, no, this is not the real one. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, they wouldn't just let you go to the real one. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like you'd be surprised at like how gullible people can be with like shit like that. Like, yeah, yeah. dude, you, you could just like walk right up to them. I mean, you can. You'd get shot, but you can. Yeah. Like, just Naruto run across the DMZ. I'm sure they'll find that funny over there. You know you know what I don't find funny? Speaking of walking up the guards like that and, and harassing people, them. People harassing the UK parliament the, guards. The, yeah, the, um, the, well, I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, they got the big black fluffy hats. <clears throat> yeah, the yeah. Royal Guard. Yeah, the Royal Guard. Yeah. Like, just, I don't understand people's need to harass people. Like... He, he's just standing there. He's Literally doing just his job. Yeah. It's not a fun job either. Yeah. I'm sure it pays well, <clears throat> but. I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, I know it probably pays better than being a normal enlisted officer, but <clears throat> it's tedious standing there for 12 hours or eight uh, hours yeah. or whatever it is. Complete yeah. silence and those uncomfortable shoes and that super tight uniform. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it's not like at all nice. I mean, I'm sure that. Being Some. harassed by tourists all fucking day. Do something. Do something. 
Um, dude, um, I saw one person who, like, kind of went, like, a bit overboard with one. And the guard, like, literally stepped back, pulled their gun, and pointed it at them. I don't think they're loaded. But, yeah. Yeah, but it was just, like, the person, like, freaked the fuck out. And it was just, like, good. Yeah. Leave him alone. He's, He's technically protecting the royal family right now. Yeah. Like. Which is a whole other thing. Fuck the royals. Yeah, why do they have a royal family? Yeah. Like, they don't I, do I think, anything. I think once Elizabeth's dead, we just need to dissolve the monarch. Like, there's whoa, no whoa, whoa. point. We don't need to do shit. Well, I mean, We like, got rid of that. <laughs> okay, fine. Do, America do, do, America do, needs do, to do, colonize do. the UK. And yeah. <laughs> Surprise, motherfuckers. Surprise, motherfucker. We you back. About, you about to have a revolutionary war, and you're going to fucking lose. <laughs> You're going to lose your second revolutionary war against the United States. They've lost a lot of revolutionary wars. Like one with India. Well, I would all their s- other little countries that they've had. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like when you're defending, I suppose, because it's technically their land uh, on paper. It's not their land, but, you know, like, they're like, we own you. I feel like it's really easy to lose the revolutionary war, especially when you're fighting, like, a hundred of them. Because it's just like... Why are we spending all these resources, like, just to fight these people who are clearly never going to give up? Like, let's just get the fuck out. Like, I'm sure they could have kept sending ships over to the U.S. until we eventually just mostly died off because they just had a better military than us. But it was just like, we won because they gave up. Basically, just like how the (laughs) Vietnamese won against the U.S. Because we were just like, this is a waste of fucking money. Let's go home. That's, no, they were making a lot of money doing the Vietnamese War. Well, the government was losing a lot of money. The industry was making money. And then the government was making money from the industry. But then we were just like, fuck it, let's just go home. Well, yeah, it was just unpopular. Yeah. That's the main reason they did it. They yeah. don't give a shit about all the people they sent over there to die. Oh, yeah, no, they don't but, care about that. But no, You the, get the, your name put on like this weird fucking wall. So with, with like the revolutions, like, yeah, America, we only had to fight that one war at that one time. Britain was defending its empire. So it's like, okay, this flank, we're going to fall back on this flank, the American flank, because we've got to, we can't afford to lose anymore there. You're right. Yeah. Um, but they definitely wanted to keep, like, yeah, like, like they wanted, America they wanted their, to win. <laughs> no, well, America was their most important flank yeah. at that time, is the best way to describe it, because that was the new world. They, yeah. They barely knew what that had held. And I'm sure if they, looked and saw what it is now they're probably like mm, we really should have kept that we really should have fought harder we should have dumped everything into that but that's kind of like that's like saying we should have invested in bitcoin when it was two hundred dollars but that's so okay so here's a counter argument to that um with them in charge who's to say that it would have turned out as good as it did because like let's say because people the the they the way that they were doing it is they really didn't have any influence so much as they were just collecting. Yeah. They but, were kind of letting it do do itself, and they were just yeah. collecting taxes. But but still, like, that, it, it could have changed everything over time if we never separated off and became yeah, no, the United States. You're 100% But it's right. like, that'd be like, uh, it's like in my sports. high school girlfriend looking back and, like, seeing me now and being like, oh, man, I really shouldn't have broken up with him. Look at... Like, what he is now. Like, he's, like, super good-looking and everything. And it's like, 
who's to say I wouldn't have kept looking the same way while being with you because leaving you inspired me to change. Yeah, no, it's like in sports when they're like, oh, if they if they had made that touchdown, um, then then this would have been a all this would have been a tied ball game. No, because that touchdown would have then led to a kickoff, which would have changed Influenced, everything. It would have influenced, influenced their every plays. Decision. Yeah. Butterfly effect. Yeah. Which isn't a thing. I completely disagree with it. If you step on a butterfly, it's good. Hitler's gonna get resurrected from the dead. It's like, what the fuck? I've never heard anyone say Well, no, I mean, just like, if you step on a butterfly, it's gonna change all the course of reality. No, Well, mom. time travel is theoretical, so. Yeah, but I mean, like, no. but it, it's just people trying to take a very small theory that, it's not even a theory. Like, that's the thing. It didn't even make it to being a theory as far, far as I know, because there's not actual any evidence to support it, because um, you can't. Um, but it's just like, people will just take a semi-smart thing they heard and just, like, run with it, and it's like, you don't actually know what you're so talking about. So, wait, what is, your, what is your defense against the butterfly theory? It's... Because, n- like, the idea is if you change anything, it'll mm. have this huge snowball effect, and I don't think... Like, that makes no sense. It's insignificant things happen every day. I could sneeze right now, or I cannot sneeze right now. It's not going to change anything. Like Yes, yes and no. I could kick over the the webcam right now i could just fucking kick it knock it over and it won't change the course of reality but you don't know because then you'd have to go pick it up we'd probably have to restart the podcast but, but that's you'd be but that's you would, ridiculous you'd semantics. Be a little bit behind well yeah but but it's um, weird how final destination again i made weird a movie how things work out weird how things work out but you still don't want to drive behind a log truck because of it <laughs> Dude, before those movies, I didn't want to be behind a log truck. That's well, no, just common see, sense. You see I, semi-loose giant pieces of wood like, oh, I want to sit behind this. A kid at my work got into a motorcycle accident. And before, as he was leaving work, he got in it on, on his way home. Um, he was getting ready a little bit early than he should have. And I was going to go ask him to do something. But I saw that he was already ready, so I didn't ask him to go do it. Um, so he then left, and if I had asked him to do it, he would have been three or four or five minutes later on the road and wouldn't probably wouldn't have gotten into the accident, right? I, how did the accident happen? Because he was going through an intersection at a certain time when a lady pulled out in front of him. So he would have never been at that intersection with that lady. But that would fall under the butterfly effect. But who's to say it wasn't his fault and another car would have pulled out instead and just wouldn't have been that lady? How do you know that he didn't have the right of way and he was the one who fucked up at that intersection? Well, and just a person who did have right of way instead of that lady hit him. Well, because there's a police report and he did have right of way. Somebody oh. did pull out in front of him. Oh, okay. They were turning right onto a street that he was but going But still, through again, that's just semantics. Like, literally anything can happen. One insignificant event isn't going to lead to a chain of different insignificant events that becomes slowly more significant. Like, stepping on a butterfly is not going to change anything. I don't know. It depends on how far back the butterfly is. Nope, it's not going to change anything. Its life is too short, and all it does is randomly rearrange pollen on the flowers. Well, I mean, you're so you're right. Because if you look at time travel movies, uh, Okay, let, let's choose something even more significant. I'm agreeing I, with you. I could walk in the fucking Portland and shoot a complete stranger in the fucking face right now. Oh, I can. can. You don't have a gun. I could go get a gun. I'm white. It's easy for me. Um, 
I could just walk into any sports store. And they'd be like, yeah, partner, you need a gun. Oh, wait, you're white. You don't already have your free gun? <laughs> you don't have you your free your white coupon? man gun? Your free um, white man gun? God <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Um, it's you're... an AR-15 in case you're wondering. Uh, <laughs> I, mm. I could go shoot a complete stranger in the face. I would argue that's a major event. Mm. It wouldn't change any mm. course of reality. It wouldn't influence a future election. It wouldn't influence who suddenly rises to power and becomes a dictator in some fucking country leading the World War III. Like, everyone's like, if you step on a butterfly, World War III is going to happen. They're going to reanimate Hitler's fucking corpse, man. <laughs> but that's, that's not making any sense. You go and shoot someone in the face, that does alter reality. That You've just edited well, someone's life, so therefore that person's family is now going to be Well, yeah, but it, it doesn't... Alter, it doesn't alter like a timeline. Like everyone, the whole thing the with timeline the timeline is currently being made. Everything well, yeah, alters it. Every yeah, single but like, thing. But, okay, fine. If I traveled back in time to 1982 and shot a random stranger in the face, it's not going to change the events to where Biden's currently president. Like, but every movie involving the butterfly effect does like do that. Well, no, like Back to the Future though, he had to do a lot to to get it to change the timeline. Like he yeah. like. Almost fucked. But his I mom mean, like the actual the, the actual butterfly effect. Like, I I don't think I've seen it because I feel like any time travel movie, as soon as you step on the dirt, you're killing some bug, which therefore is a, yeah. would be like, part of the butterfly. But no, effect. like people, the implication with the butterfly effect is that like if you change anything, like all of reality will be different when it won't be. Like literally well, thousands think- of people die every minute and it, nothing matters it depends on the the thing that you change well yeah if i go and shoot joe biden in the face in the 80s it's gonna change things a little yeah but i'm saying like if you kill someone that's not that significant of a person which is horrible to say because everyone's you, significant no. it's not going to change anything it might change a local election <laughs> <laughs> a local election. Yeah, like there might start there might be a different, you know, like governor in Montana. Who cares? I think the people running for governor in Montana care. <laughs> I'm sorry you live in a shit state <laughs> and you think your local government matters. Uh <laughs> Big Sky Country. Um Dude, like what would you say the five worst states are in the country? Wyoming is number one. <laughs> I already hate that um, state. I hate that state because for some reason the entire state, at least the bottom part of it that I eighty goes through or whatever fucking interstate goes through it, just the the whole stretch of the state smells like oil. Ew. Because the, uh, Del- the Delaware is on that list too. I've never been to Delaware, so I don't know. Oh, it's just, like, it's more of a who gives a fuck about Delaware. Like, name me one redeeming quality of Delaware. Joe Biden? What about Joe Biden? Is he from there? Yeah. Okay, cool. A wet... He's actually from Scranton, Pennsylvania, but he's a Delaware senator. Um, A wet fart was a senator of (laughs) Delaware. (laughs) Cool. A wet fart? Yeah. Anyone who's, like hyped about joe biden is out of their fucking mind like just, it's it's I'm, cool we have a boring president again i'd rather we're back that, on track that's yeah. that's the thing we're back on track yeah 
We're back on track. We have a dude who's just going to do what the banks tell him to do. He's going to slowly push us into another war we shouldn't be in because we can get more money. He's pulling us out. Huh? He's pulling us out. Of one. <laughs> and then we're going to just suddenly be like, oh, yeah, we have some troops in Syria now. <laughs> we're not technically in any wars. Haven't been in a war since, uh, since well, World no, War II. Well, no, legally we're still at war. No, because Congress has never declared war. Well, there's a war on terror, but that's actually still not a technically a war. It's uh, it's just a, a propaganda thing. Yeah, it's a propaganda thing for a power grab of oil. Yes. <laughs> that's why I can't wait till uh, barrels of oil are measured in Dogecoins and not dollars. Oh, my God. What? They're going to... Well, they're never going to be measured in Dogecoin because Elon is like for electricity so like okay fine volts yeah volts will be <laughs> measured in doge <laughs> um hold on you talk um so five worst states oh yeah so yeah wyoming. wyoming definitely number one you okay. you putting delaware up there i'm putting delaware up there. I, i've heard a lot of bad things about connecticut i heard that actually most um like big companies have headquarters in connecticut for tax loopholes and it's just a big giant place for the rich to live in and then go work in New York. So mm -hmm. Connecticut is just a tax loophole state. So I'm going to put Connecticut in there as well. I'll take that. Um, oh man. So now we've just got two countries that we just don't like. And we have one that's just awful in Wyoming. Okay. No, we did declare war on both Afghanistan <laughs> and Iraq. Um, the, oh, Af really? the Afghanistan one is still going. Oh, okay. The Iraq war ended in 2011, apparently. Okay. Um, <clears throat> fucking so, bug. So, uh. So where are we at? We got. Wyoming. Wyoming, Delaware, and Connecticut. Cool. Connecticut. Um. Virginia. I, I can't. Ooh, Virginia's a good one. Well, so that's the thing, though, is Virginia is a great state, but it's also just not. Yeah, and the main my main reason for not liking Virginia is because they over police. I don't know much about that. So, uh, okay, so <clears throat> I'm gonna learn you something. I hate it when people say yeah, that. Yeah, that is the worst fucking sentence. Old people say that all the time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn, learn you something. something. Put that in the fucking trailer. I'm gonna fucking push you down a flight of stairs. I'm gonna learn you how to fall down a flight of stairs. Yeah. So, um. They over-police. So I'll start with this. They have a stretch of highway called the Million Dollar Mile because they write so many tickets in this stretch that uh, you that they make so much money off of it, uh, off the stretch of, uh, of the freeway, Jeez. the interstate that goes through there. Um, they, they, yeah, they think they write like, like I think the thing I saw was like two million dollars a year in tickets just off of this this one mile stretch, and they are so specific. Like you, it's if it's fifty five and you're fifty six, ticket. And if you get a ticket, and you're traveling through Virginia, you get a ticket, you have to sh and like you're like, well, I'm gonna fight it, you know, I'm gonna fight it. You yeah. you have to physically show up. That's dumb. For the court. Yeah. You have to physically show up. You can't write in. You can't do anything like that, you know, if you're from out of state. Yeah. So, you know, you're you're from Oregon. You fly out there. You're, you're driving around in a rental car, and you get a ticket, uh, and then you come back to Oregon, 
and your court date's usually weeks later. Yeah. You know? It's not like yeah. the next day. It's not like, okay, uh, cool, I'll just like stay in town for a day. Yeah. No. You 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 have to physically show up in court to fight it or else you have you there's no choice but to pay the fine and put that on yeah. your driving record. Dope. Virginia is awful. Virginia's not for lovers. Thought Ohio's for lovers. No, that's an emo thing. Yeah, it is. Virginia is for lovers. That's on their license plate. So they're a bunch of lying fucking losers. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I, I'll say uh, at number five, I'm putting North Dakota. Why? It's the worst of the two Dakotas. I'd say South <laughs> Dakota is. South Dakota is? I'd say that's the worst of the two Dakotas. I think we Plainly, just need to, I think we need to combine them uh, into one big Dakota. And, just, and then just say, you're fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to join you together because you're both fucking awful. Um, <laughs> no, I'd say South Dakota is purely because of Sturgis, the motorcycle rally. I don't know anything about this. Sturgis? It's like the biggest motorcycle oh, now rally. Oh, now that you put it that way. I don't know how you've like never heard of some of this stuff. Like It's like Dude. Pop, common pop culture things. It's a motorcycle rally held in like You know July you work August. with motorcycles, right? And I don't. But I had heard about it well before I ever but, got into motorcycles. I've known about it since I was a kid. I feel like you also grew up... Um, not like white trash interests, but like... <laughs> But, like, the stereotypical, like, I grew up in a white family interest. Like, like I, I've never been to, like, a monster truck rally, but I'm sure you have. I reluctantly went to one, yeah. Yeah, okay. I didn't like it. Oh, you didn't like it? It was loud, and, like, yeah. I don't understand the point of it because it's just crushing things. Yeah. It's not fun. Like, I, like, a lot of the, like, kind of, like, stereotypical, like, white people shit <laughs> I just am not into, like, NASCAR and stuff. Like... Most white people aren't in a NASCAR. Yeah. Only true. only the whitest of white. The white bread whites <laughs> um, are in the NASCAR. But um, no, Sturgis is and I'm so I've only heard about it. I was never yeah. into it. I didn't yeah. get into motorcycles until I was like nineteen. Is it like more of like a Harley kind of it, well any motorcycle rally is a Harley thing. It, yeah. a motorcycle rallying is a Harley thing. Yeah. Like it, it's not gonna <laughs> be the cool bikes. It's not gonna be the uh, was it the RS 900 Kawasaki? Z 900 RS. Yeah, it's the Z 900 RS Kawasaki. It's not gonna be Ducatis. It's gonna be Harleys. I mean, a few of those will show up. Yeah. But it's mainly you know Fu Manchu Harley riders. Yeah. Like they did they they did it last year during the pandemic. They said fuck you to any COVID regulations and did it. Yeah. And I think there was a big break um breakout of COVID there. <laughs> Good. As long as as well with gonorrhea and syphilis and chlamydia and all the all the good ones, yeah, you know, that, that are usually come with Sturgis, yeah, it's just a bunch of fucking delinquents. Like, you you can't really spread uh, herpes at this because everyone already has it there. Yeah, like that's why everyone goes. Yeah, it's more of a herpes rally than a motorbike rally. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of like when you uh. I'm trying to think of a good example. Like, you're there doing something, but you say it's something else to make it not, like, seem like it's about that first thing. You're getting a massage, it's like, but you're actually getting a hand job? I was thinking more of, like, uh, organized racism being hidden as religion. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, or sexism. Like, I was... I was homophobia. I was talking to someone at work about, like, I don't understand how women are religious. Like... Like, literally no religion, no, like, 
recognized older religion like is supportive of equality okay here i'll um i agree with you in a sense but then i can also explain to you why why do women who are why do people who are abused stay with their abuser um it's easy well it's it's easy and they've been brainwashed in in ways stockholm yeah, it's it's Stockholm, like like Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. That is one of the most patriarchal patriarchal religions I've ever seen, yeah. of of the Christian religions. Um, but not and 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 like the the women are very like you listen to the husband, he is the one. He is just below Jehovah, and you do what he says, and they are completely one hundred percent okay with that, and it's just brainwashing. That's fucking insane. Um, I mean, like, yeah, you could be like, um, the temple of Satan is actually very about quality. Yeah, the religion's also, like, eight years old. No shit, they have, like, up-to-date views can on we, equality. Can we stop creating religions? I thought we were done with Scientology. I thought that was the last one created. Nah, man, temple of Satan. It's literally just atheism, but with a tax write-off. I, th- that... Scientology. Well, no. <laughs> they, Scientology is a money grab. Wait, does Temple of Satan already have their their tax exempt status? Yeah, dude. Scientology must be so pissed. Scientology fought for decades to get uh, tax exempt status, and well, they finally gave it to him because Scientology would not stop hounding the IRS. Like they were like. They were harassing IRS agents. I'm gonna make sure that they do have tax exempt status. Okay, yeah, they were hound. They were they were harassing IRS agents, going to their houses, uh, writing horrible things about the IRS, um, and it just became. It just, when you read some of the documents, it's just like the IRS is just like we're fucking done. Just oh yeah, they've been they've been uh, tax exempt for two years now. It only took them six years. Uh, or- oh my origin God. 2012. Elrod Hubbard is rolling over in his grave. Um, um, David Miscavige. That's why he's so angry. I know way too much about Scientology. Um, yep, they are IRS 501c3 uh, tax exempt. I, I tax. knew I knew that exact 501c3 because I heard David Miscavige say it when they got it. Um, does Portland have a chapter? So I'm was going. it not started in Portland? That's the no. Portland thing ever. Um, nope, there's no Portland chapter. Damn, uh, closest one is uh, Seattle. So you're gonna start a port- the Portland chapter? Yep, dude, start it. It'll give yeah. you purpose and meaning in your life. And I'll be tax exempt. <laughs> well, I mean, not As, you, not everything you do will be tax exempt. Yeah, but I mean, like running the church, like the church will be tax exempt. So any money spent on it will be tax exempt. Yeah, and all that money that I funnel into my own pocket, like a uh, good old what's his name, Joel Olstein. You just gotta believe. You gotta believe. Like that motherfucker just keeps his eyes closed the whole time because even he can't see. Did you see the um, the Joel Osteen Kanye West no. video? No. I don't know when this was from. I think it was from a few years ago. But you just look at that. That is the most narcissistic. Like that is pure concentrated narcissism on the stage, with Joel Osteen and Kanye West up there. Yeah. So funny too because like Joel Osteen will start talking. Kanye will shut him down. Like. No, 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 no. I'm talking. Let me finish. Let me channel God. It was awful. That Dude. is fucking hysterical. Kanye was getting all fucking religious. Dude. It's like, no, man. You worked hard for your shit. Stop giving it credit to someone else. Okay? 
I don't agree with everything you do, but some of your music is good, and you worked hard for that shit. Yeah. You know? You yeah. fucking, you, he built himself up. Yeah. Like, he was a producer for shit, and then, yeah. yeah, he was in debt and then worked his way out of it, like, millions of dollars in debt. Yeah, hundreds of millions of dollars in debt, which, that's something that pisses me off. We talked about this off podcast. Like, a bank won't let me go hundreds of millions of dollars in debt. Why does it let, like, famous people and rich people go hundreds of millions of dollars in debt? Like they'll pay it off. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I'm sure some of them have declared bankruptcy. If you keep working like this for the rest of your life, do you think you'll make $100 million in no. your life? Yeah, no. that's why. But but still, like, it's still arguably on the bank's part a gamble. I'm being like, oh, maybe this guy will put out a hit album. <laughs> it's a better gamble on him than you. <laughs> <laughs> um, But no, like, I wonder how many people have just gone hundreds of million dollars in debt and just been like, yeah, declare bankruptcy. <laughs> I don't think of, like, well, then they take everything. Yeah. Everything that they can. Like. Which is pretty much anything you own, they can yeah. take. Yeah. Um, See, I was actually. That, that's why you just got to be an absolute Chad like my mom. All right. So she had a lot of debt, <sighs> medical debt, but her and my dad were divorced. She didn't own the house. My dad owned the house where she lived. Like, she didn't own anything. So the bank just basically, the bank and the hospitals basically just got a big old middle finger from my mom. <laughs> and I was like, what a Chad. Um, the uh, um, last week tonight with John Oliver, they did mm-hmm. a thing on bankruptcy a couple weeks ago. Like they yeah. looked into it all um, and how fucked up and hard it is to declare bankruptcy mm-hmm. and how expensive it can be yeah. for someone who is broke. Yeah. Like, it can be incredibly expensive. And then um, one of the things is, like, you have to take a financial course, like, uh, so you know how finances work, apparently. Yeah. And it's inc- and they showed some of the clips from it. It's incredibly demeaning. And, like, it's like sometimes, like, like, they showed some cases where it's like, well, this person went into debt because they had to take care of their son who became handicapped all of a sudden. Yeah. And Or or this person had to start taking care of their, their you know, their brother who, who got cancer and they had to watch them die and they went bankrupt doing it. Yeah. And then now they're like being told, well, you're not good with money. So here's a course that's going to teach you how to be good, good at money. It's like, no, that's not the, that's not why. Yeah, that's not the problem. <laughs> it's uh, more of our healthcare system that made me go bankrupt. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's like it's like if you take my expenses and my income and you ignored my brother dying of cancer, mm. I was doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> um what was really funny is like he ju- his last uh last week tonight just did a piece on on African American hair. And I learned a lot. It's not not like, you know, what all of it is, like what a jerry curl is. What? James Brown. <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> no, it was really weird. Like, you're just like this pasty British guy is teaching me about African about people's the hair. racism that white people have done. Because, like, it's like, you know, dreadlocks and stuff. That yeah. is kind of cultural. Like, it, I would say for, like, you have yeah. the Vikings who did it, but that was just because they didn't wash their hair. Yeah. Um, but, like, some of the other yeah, cornrows and stuff like that, you yeah. know, that's cultural. Yeah. Um, even and dreadlocks are too, yeah. Because they they do them correctly. 
Let's put it. Let's let's say that because when you yeah. see a fucking white girl with dreadlocks, it's like wash your hair. Yeah. And then you see. Uh, honestly, there. though, like a lot of uh, black people I've known in the past, like their dreadlocks are like super dirty, and it's just oh. like, come on, man. <laughs> um, like yeah, it looks they were, pretty cool, but come on, man. They were talking about the um, like there was that kid, that wrestler who had to cut his dreadlocks, uh, a year or two ago. Or else he had to forfeit the match. Even though there was nothing in the rules against it. Um, the ref made him do it. So this is something gross. And I always hate it whenever people say gross things on a podcast. Because I'll be like, alright, I'm going to skip ahead of this a bit. And then I'll be like 20 minutes into the episode and they're still talking about it. So I'm going to keep this really short and concise. So if anyone does ever come back to these episodes and listen. <laughs> this is only going to be like 15 seconds. So don't worry. Um, I saw fucking pictures of someone who uh, went too tight on like pulling their cornrows together and like oh, ripped yeah. their scalp up, and it was fucking disgusting. <clears throat> Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, like, yeah, it was it was just yucky, and it was like that has been stuck with me forever. Yeah, yeah. So they sacrifice a bit for cool hair. I'll give them that. Yeah, like, but uh, it was just like. Um... And how incredibly difficult it is to find someone who can work with their hair. Yeah. Like, I, they, like you have to go to a black barber. Like, yeah. The, fucking Karen down at the salon isn't going to know what to do with your hair. Well, apparently this one actor uh, did an interview and he was talking about how, like, the first time he went onto a movie set. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, like, up there and he's, like, oh, cool. I'm, and then, like, go to hair and makeup. And he's, like, oh, sweet. I'm going to go there. And then, like, the lady didn't know what to do. So she just put like sprayed some water in it and like combed it and that didn't work. Yeah. Like it, it made it, it made it like lay down yeah. and not do its poofy thing that it's yeah. supposed to do. Not an Afro or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't an Afro. It was just supposed to yeah. be like, yeah, it, it ruined it. And then there's also apparently something called a hot comb. Yeah. That they're, that they have to do. That, that's, that's common with white people too, like hairstylists. I've anyway, never heard of that, dude. I think the extent of your hair care knowledge is a blow dryer. <laughs> I know about teasing. <laughs> what? Because you watched Motley Crue's movie, The Dirt? No, they teased the shit out of their hair. Everyone did in the eighties. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How they got it all poofy. Yeah. Um. No, dude. This uh one girl, I uh briefly dated like uh i'd only seen like her hair done yeah and uh she would usually have it like uh like uh pigtails like going back or something like she usually just had it like kind of tied up in some way and uh the first time i stayed the night at her house and uh it was like kind of like poofed up like not like a fro but it was like you know like poofed out and I was like, I'm not going to lie. This is, like, fucking adorable, like, getting to see the, like, two contrasts. Because with white people, <laughs> when you just, like, wake up in the morning and, like, you know, like, you had your hair, like, done, like, style and stuff, then you just wake up in the morning, it just looks like shit. <laughs> like, you know. It's always the weirdest, yeah. like, It's kind of, like, it, it's going it all that? over the place. It's messy. It's a little greasy. It's kind of gross. But, like, uh, like, her hair in the morning, it was just, like, I love this. Like, can you have that all but the time? Then it didn't work out. Just like all of my relationships. Okay then. Power. How are you? How are you doing in the in the in in the dating world? I get a few matches every day, but I never actually make a connection with anyone. Wow, that sounded really sad. Too yeah. bad I don't give a shit. 
<laughs> um, no, like I matched with a couple girls today and I just haven't even messaged them. I don't know. It's kind of really mentally draining right now, dating, and I'm kind of going to take a little mini hiatus again. Um, I don't know. It's just hard for me to care, especially because I'm still hung up on my ex. So it's like, I don't even think that's fair to whoever I might be talking to. Like, I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not. Like, literally at the drop of the hat, if my ex was like, hey, let's get back together, I would just cut this other person off. I mean, that's also incredibly unhealthy, but yeah. I mean, how is it unhealthy? I mean, it ended. Yeah, because we moved. Yeah, but then you've also tried to get it back. In um, it, it's kind of a hanging in the air right now of trying to figure out the logistics of actually dating. Of like, what, what would dating look like now? Because their work schedule is very chaotic in a lot of ways. And then mine is just very packed so it's like how would we go about seeing each other i mean so i don't think you could see anyone because i'm blind <laughs> yeah you're <laughs> blinded by love blinded by love um no i mean just i have a better emotional connection with this person than anyone else so i don't think it's necessarily bad that if i was just casually dating someone and then this person wanted to get back together i would just be like uh sorry but this relationship's over i'm going over there now because like you don't know you're going to have an emotional connection with anyone like that there's going to be strong bond between you so it's like i already know that this bond exists and it's a really good bond cuz i love bondage um how's it going over there going to cut yourself <laughs> um after what I just heard, yes. Yeah. Uh, no, because, like, I don't know. Like, I I give up on people quick. Sounds horrible. Um, you do. But, no, like, one or two dates, if it's just, like, if there's no spark there, it's, like, what what am I pushing for at this point? Like, let's just end it. Go find someone that, that is right for us. Ugh. And uh, then, like, even at, like, the two-month mark, I wouldn't say, like, I'm really, like, bonded with someone like, really yeah i'm a quick connector <clears throat> um i'm closed off it takes a lot for me to break down my walls and let someone in sure it was like literally the first date with emily where i felt like that but you know that's just See, a different that, scenario that's the thing though is with you though like when it works it works well no i was gonna say like with me my one thing that i have is to bond with them they're like, girls come to you like, hey, open up, open up, open up, open up. And I have to come open up and be like, look, there's, I have a cool personality. <laughs> I hate myself. I mean, like, I'm open, but it's just like, I definitely like. No, they're just like, open up. I want to see the, I want, I want to get to know you. I mean, I'll tell them things. <laughs> I, I mean, like... But, like, emotional bonding, connecting, you yeah. know? Like, like cry on my shoulder, and I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> nah, dude. Um, so, th there's a lot of things about me that are just kind of, like, weird to bring up. But, like, yeah, they, event they eventually have to be brought up. Like, like, you do a podcast in your basement? <laughs> no, that never comes up. Uh, it should. No, it shouldn't. Um, like, my mom being dead is one. I don't know how to bring that up to people. I don't think that really needs to be well, like, no, I mean, brought like, up until it's like brought up. Yeah, I know. But it's just like, 
apparently I didn't do it well with Emily, uh, cause they brought it up like a couple months ago and, uh, we're just like, yeah, you, you really handled that poorly. I'm not going to lie. Like it, it just like kind of came, it was just like, I uh, like, yeah, well, uh, my mom's dead. <laughs> like we're, we'll get, we're getting to the age now. Where it's gonna yeah, be like it's kind of it's gonna be more common that yeah. somebody's gonna have a parent who is dead. Yeah, or but I parents. I mean like you can still handle it well mentioning it. Like, but you don't just like like third date and you're like, oh yeah, don't bring up like like visiting my parents because it'll just be my dad. <laughs> don't bring up visiting my parents because we're not gonna. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we can, but you gotta bring. <laughs> dude like the amount of people like this past week are you doing anything for mother's day no why not this is weird <laughs> <laughs> that's all you should say you should be just be that's all you should ever yeah. say is like this is weird well, and then someone who knows will know yeah and explain it to them so one of my coworkers is just so adamant about how much he hates his mother mm-hmm. and it's just like i don't care i work with you <laughs> I'm just kidding i love my and mom. like just like get so like no no she, you don't understand she's the worst and i'm like i don't care like about your problems with your family and it's just like weird and um like so someone asked both of us like oh are either of you doing anything for mother's day and i just like it was someone that i i'll just say horrible things to them like <laughs> i just say horrific shit and i'm like yeah mine's dead so <laughs> Just because I just love saying, like, shock shit to them. Yeah, that's going to get someone to go, uh, 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 okay, sorry. <laughs> and they were just like, shit, I'm sorry. And I was like, no, it's okay. Why would you know that? Like, <laughs> and then the coworker was just like, my mom's dead to me. Jesus Christ, just say no. <laughs> Do Why anything for Mother's trying... Day? Nah. Okay, that's just awful. Yeah. Because... Like, if you hadn't said that your mom was dead, and he's like, my mom's dead to me, I guess that would have just been, that would have just been really weird to say. You can make it funny, though. But, like, Like, but you would just said, no, my mom is dead, and then he's like, well, my mom's dead to me. My my mom's actually dead, and, you know, I regret not being closer to her, so fuck yourself. I can't reconcile that relationship anymore. Exactly, yeah. 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 So as you said, yeah, you you can't reconcile that relationship anymore. And he's over here, and you're just like, yeah, you're just a little twat. Whatever you want to say to your mom, you still can. Yeah. If if there was anything, I don't think there is anything I'd want to say to my mom. Like, I feel like our relationship was, like, very, like, fleshed out. Like, we were open about, like, loving each other and whatnot. So it's like... She's probably the only person in my family that knew I went to therapy, like, for being depressed. She's probably... Yeah, no, she is the only one who knows. Um, Although, so I know your family, so that makes sense. Though. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, my, my sister would tell me to turn to religion. Uh, <laughs> you just need to go to church. You need to talk to a pastor. Um, <laughs> like the one who touches kids? Yeah. Like, uh, sorry, I don't feel like adding uh, getting <laughs> raped into the next lineup of things. I don't want to have to find another dude, therapy specialist. Dude, If this would be my fifth therapist. And it's like, can I give you, like, just a Cliff Notes 
version of my life so that I can get into the things that I know need to get fixed like, like, isn't, there like a, isn't there like a network where you can go read the notes on the last one? Yeah. <laughs> Just like, all right, so these are the list of things that you need to know, but this is the list of things that I need to work on. Right so now. let's just so let's just get through this. All right, just give me ten minutes, speed run. Then we'll get to this, and then we can work on this shit. I need to go for the first time. I really need to like actually make an effort, but I'm just so fucking tired all the time. Yeah. The only time I can make calls to set up appointments is during the day at work, and I don't have time. And also, like that that would just be weird. Like your boss would just look over, oh, uh, who are you on the phone with? Uh, just like probably just like asking casually, not trying to be like, who are you on the phone with, huh? And you'd just be like, oh, uh, setting up an appointment. Oh, what for? You feeling sick? Therapy. I'm Gay. Feeling... And then walk away. <laughs> yeah, my work, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said it. Um, So someone on uh, Reddit made a post that was like, uh, why caring about men's feelings is important. And it took like a bunch of instances where like, it would be the same girl in the two pictures being like, I wish men were, like, more open and, like, emotional with me. Uh, it's really sad that, like, guys have to be so closed off. And then it'll be, like, another tweet that would be like, I love it when men open up about me so I can use that as ammo in our next argument. And it's like, uh, that's why guys are really closed off about their fucking emotions. It's because, like, for whatever reason, people think, like, a guy's being vulnerable. I can use this against them in the future to suit my needs. Like, dudes can't be vulnerable. Like, um, dudes can't be vulnerable because, uh, sometimes how they feel will be used against them. And, and also, um, I feel and like also not all your emotions and vulnerabilities are valid. Yeah. Nor do they need to be expressed. Sometimes when I'm having an emotion, I deal with it myself internally. Yeah. That is how like I pushing deal with it. it down. No, not pushing it down. <laughs> like, I just think in my head and be like, yeah. hey, man, maybe you shouldn't feel like this because, you know, that person's going through a lot. And, you know. Oh, no, no, no. Never do that. Never think that person's going through a lot, so I shouldn't be feeling this way. Well, no, 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 no. I'm just like, hey, you're getting, like, really angry at this person and they're going through something right now. Oh, okay. And, That's like, fair. You know, I like, thought you, like I thought um, you meant like I shouldn't be sad. There's kids in Africa. It's like no, that's incredibly no, 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 no. toxic way to think. No, like like the 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 guy at my work that I keep having to fill in for, like that he'll oh. have taken like since the pandemic started, he's he would have he'll have taken th uh, three months off mm -hmm. and four months, four months off, and I've filled in for him and I've been the only one asked to fill in for him. Yeah. But granted each time was a very valid reason. So I'm not angry at him. I'm angry yeah. at the situation that yeah. I keep getting put in. I'm the only one being asked to be put in the situation. Yeah. So each, um, each of his times where he's had to take time off have been incredibly valid reasons. Yeah. Well, I'm like, going to say one of them, maybe not, but it was the beginning of the pandemic and nobody really knew what was going on. So, mm -hmm. I'll say that it was. Um, but no, like, du <clears throat> like dudes definitely can't be, like, vulnerable around, like, most people. No, that's like, the thing. My ex um, was always, like, be, you know, be she, more vulnerable. She was very hashtag woke. And for... then whenever I had 
whenever I would open up to her, it was then used against me and made me feel bad. Yeah. Like she was always like, why don't you ever open up to me? And like when we would have an argument, I would just like, instead of, instead of immediately responding with what I, you know, like the first thing that came to my head, I would think about what I wanted to say. She's like, why are you being so quiet? Huh? You know? And I'm like, I'm thinking about what I want to say because I want to do it. Yeah. Smart and like, not emotional. When I was younger, younger in the way of like being like 18 to 20, um, I thought like walking away from the argument is one of the worst things you could do. No, you, you need to sometimes just be like, Hey, like we're both really heated. Let's take a step back and really think about this and then come back to this argument and talk about it instead of just being like, no, fuck you. That's not. And and like, I agree with the, don't go to bed angry. Like don't leave it that long. Don't leave it that long. I don't don't think there's anything. I don't think there's anything wrong with going to bed angry. I don't like going to bed angry, especially if you guys are like sleeping in the same bed. I don't like that. Because that just make cuddling weird. Well, I guess in a lot of my more mature relationships, I never went to bed angry. We just went to bed indifferent. Of being like, we had an argument. We didn't solve anything. But we're going to talk about it like later. So let's just, we're tired. So, let's go to bed. So so lay the fuck over and we're going to cuddle. Yeah, pretty much. Um, like, I don't know. We were never like angry at each but other. But no, what I was saying about my ex is that like I whenever i would be vulnerable it would then somehow like not be heard yeah and i'm like hey i'm doing the thing that you want me to do and i'm i'm asking like i'm asking for help yeah like, this is me asking for help and and um you've been asking me to do this and now you don't care yeah and i'm like because now it it's inconveniencing you and you feel like you're going to lose the argument in a way I feel yeah. like it's a lot of it. Yeah, no, that, we all want to win the argument. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the the second you have to kind of like side with me, it's like you're feeling like you lost the argument now. I feel like it's a lot of it. As soon as it, and that's one thing that I've learned, and that's why like I think about things that before I say them, not on the podcast, but like in arguments. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is that like, you have to put aside the, the, the winning and losing thing because it's not that it's not, you should never think about it as arguing with like each other. It's not you versus them. It's the two of you versus a problem. Yeah. That you both are looking at differently and you need to talk about it. Yeah. And, and it's, um, yeah, don't ever like, you need to put the winning and losing of it aside, uh, to then actually fix the problem because it's usually never anything yeah i thought because my boss texted me uh it's probably going to be something important um this is what my boss my head boss just texted me females always say i can't cook my mom never taught me yeah your mama didn't teach you to suck dick either yet you're a blowfessional what <laughs> my boss is fun <laughs> and they, your boss is a she so she can say yeah that. yeah so she she get she could trash women all she wants <laughs> your mom didn't teach you to cook but she also didn't teach you how to suck dick <laughs> oh um, yeah no um so I, I think we should both after this go online 
and hunt for therapists. We can't get the same one. I feel like that's a rule we need to make. It's kind of like dating on Tinder. Girlfriends? We, we can't, we we can't, can't gun the for one. the same one. Yeah. Just they. Do you want a man or a woman? Woman. I can't, like, I know I should address it, but I can't talk about my problems to a man. Uh, and that's because of toxic masculinity. Yeah. Uh, more so my relationship with my father. <laughs> Why? Like, you've already talked about this, apparently. Yeah, no, I have. And I was told to get a male therapist, and I'm not going to. Have you ever had a therapist tell you you should get a different therapist? It's fucking weird no, conversation. I'll tell you that. I've never been a therapist. <laughs> yeah, so I know. I've, I've never had a therapist tell me anything. Um. Yeah, no, I was told I should get a male therapist to address the problem, and I was like, no, because that's not a problem I care about. Um, I have different things I want to address, so let's get on that. Um, well, because it sounds like yeah, your your one problem is with the male therapist is that you just can't open up to a male. Yeah, so like it's like I'm not going to pay for four fucking sessions before I can finally get through some of my problems. <laughs> like I'm going to I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to pay for several sessions before I can even be like uh yeah, like I'm sad, man. <laughs> oh, are you going to So, is that the other thing? Are you going to do in person or in person? I, I I couldn't do it over like a call or something. We should also make sure that we schedule them at the same time so that we can come back and then talk about them together. Yeah. Um, and then you know how busy our fucking weeks are going to be. Yeah. Two podcast shoots yeah. in a week, a therapy My, session. Mine would have to be on Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday. That's like the only days I could actually go to therapy. Have to be Thursday. Cause Wednesday's podcast. Well, I would do it in like the afternoon. Oh, well then that means the only day I could do mine would be Monday. Damn. Yeah. It's fucking rough, man. Life. Um, my, my Sunday. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't really get full weekends, but yeah, whatever. You just want to flex on me that you have a Sunday. You choose. You chose this life. Um, I, I talked about it, and it's not really an option anymore. They're just kind of like, yeah, you're not gonna get weekends. Like, get a connected weekend, and I was like, okay, that sucks, but okay. Um, you just gonna. But you... any, anyway, so um, they have to be, I would say, over thirty-five or forty. But they can't be over, like, 55. Like, they gotta be, like, the sweet spot of where, like, they're at an age. They're like an older sister. Yeah, they're... I wouldn't say that. A little bit older than an older sister. Old enough to understand my modern-esque problems of life. Of, like, being a a youngish person. Because I feel like there is a lot of disconnect with, like, people in their 50s, like, not really getting the problems as well as they should. But they can't be young enough to where there's, like, any level of, like, I could fuck this person if I wanted. Like, that can't be a dynamic because I'm fucking crazy enough to look at someone in their, like, that's, like, 30 and just be, like, if I wanted to fuck her after this therapy session, I could. Like, whether I could. With her consent. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like, the the rationale in my brain that's just, like, I could fuck whoever I want. Like, you know. If if I wanted if I wanted to get her I could like that would be occurring in my brain, and that shouldn't be occurring in your brain with your therapist. So like I gotta have that sweet spot of where I have no sexual interest in them. So you just said something before you talking about the rape. Um, it's not rape. <laughs> my, my brain just thinks I can get with anyone, anyone I want. <laughs> no, that I can get with them. Consensual. Yes, that I could just like. <laughs> I could see a girl and just like walk up to her and be like, "Hey, you, my place. Let's fucking go." 
Yeah! <laughs> anyway, so before the rape. Uh. <laughs> so you said something um, that I was actually thinking about the other day was that uh, you said that you like you do you want you don't want someone who's old who doesn't understand your modern problems. Yeah. And that made me think of of how, you know, the older generation is always shitting on millennials and, yeah. and Gen Zers or whatever the yeah. fuck they're called. And it's Zoom like us. I it's like I don't think it's a generational problem because you look at like Karen's. Yeah. Karen's are entitled boomers. Yeah, but um, boomers well, they're 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 Gen X. Is that not boomers? No, it's the one between us and boomers. Okay, so yeah, so so it's our parents. Karens are 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 entitled Gen Xers. Yeah, and it's I don't think that it's a generational thing that is entitled. I think it's a cultural thing, more than anything. I think that our culture now with our I don't want to say I don't want to be the guy who's like, oh, our phones make us so entitled, but they do because we can get anything we want at any time. Yeah, I ordered fucking packages at one a.m. in the morning. Yeah, I don't have to call up Sears um, and be I, like, "Can I get this?" I would say it's a generational thing, and it's not so much like being like because you're of this generation, you're like this. It's just like the time they grew up in, they were raised to be a particular way, and they were raised in a particular environment where it's like. That is a customer service person. That means they service me. We're like, we were raised being customer service because that became the pretty much the only job option. That we could get right right out yeah. from the get-go. Yeah, like it's no longer like, oh, I'll just go work in my dad's paper, you know, uh, office. Scranton. Uh, <laughs> and just like basically being handed a mailroom job where you're not really doing like customer service you're just like working with like your fellow workers basically and then you go to college and then you get a real job yeah and um then we were raised in the customer service era of like everyone just works customer service so we're very polite to customer service people they never did customer service so they see them as service which it's like yeah they are but they're not your servant like, they're not, like, some, like, fucking slave who just, like, bends to your will. And I, so I feel like it's just, it is a generational thing, but not in the way where people are, like, this generation is this. It's like, no, they were raised to be in a particular environment. And I the just, environment changes over time. I just see it as a cultural thing because so many people now expect two-day delivery on everything, you know? But, uh, they expect all this, like, like I see it at my work, you know, people just expect this, like, like they just come down and like, can I get an oil change? Or like, do you have an appointment? Like, no, it's fucking five minutes before we close. <laughs> Fuck off. And it's, yeah. and it's, it's always different ages and, and shit like that. Like, it's like, well, th- I wouldn't say that's a, yeah, that's kind of a cultural thing, but that's just a development of the times thing. Like, yeah, shit got faster over the years. Yeah, cultural, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say that's cultural, though. Well, if, if it's everywhere. Most of our, well, the, the, the world first culture. Wor- the first world culture, I suppose. Yeah. No, yeah, because yeah, Jiffy yeah. Lubes are everywhere. Yeah. There's not Jiffy Lubes over in, in Delhi. <laughs> I, mean, I prefer not. New Delhi. Huh? I think it's New Delhi. I don't I know. I think there's two different yeah. types. I, I think th- there's Delhi and New Delhi. I think New Delhi is like a province in Delhi, but I'm not 
very well versed in this. I we, don't know. We took about that. Indy. We took that one geography class in seventh grade where we talked about the hardships of Africa, where you had to play that video game where you had to run to the water and then run back while there were people in vans shooting at you. Very weird, weird game to have seventh graders play. Oh, that was because for some reason our middle school was doing that thing on Darfur. Yes, that's yeah. the kind. Yeah, and Darfur uh, is not India, but yeah. Delhi is in, in India. Oh, I thought that was an African nation. <laughs> no, Delhi is in Dude, India. Dude, do you know what still blows my mind? That uh, <laughs> the world, the Egypt is African. Like you don't think of it that way. It's on the Mediterranean. It's right next to Israel and Saudi Arabia. On the like, but it's like, Africa. It is Africa. Yeah. yeah, it's the it's where the, the just like how the, the Middle Nile. East is Asia. But you don't think of it as like, oh yeah, those are Asians. I mean, technically, technically, most of Russia is Asia. Yeah. And you don't look at them and like Asians, like when they are. You go to parts of it, you're like Asians. Yeah, but <laughs> but you don't look at like someone from Saudi Arabia and be like, you know, like you're not going to use a racial Asian slur against them. <laughs> like, no, you'll just use a Middle Eastern slur. Yeah, against them yeah, because... but they they are technically Asian. Yes. Yeah, but it's they're that. Yeah. So um, continents are too big. No. So we need uh, more continents. <laughs> the um, I'll put in a word with the UN. <laughs> Ewan McGregor's like long way motorcycle trips that he's done. He's done long way round, which went through Asia. I thought you meant Conor McGregor for a second. I was like, he did one too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a McGregor thing. Yeah. Um. So Ewan McGregor, he Just did long go- way. He did long way round, and he goes through Eastern Europe, Russia, then goes mm-hmm. down to Kazakhstan and Mongolia, and yeah. then back into Russia. And like you see, like all these, like you're like you're just seeing like the changes in people's faces. He even yeah. says it. Yeah, um, and that's not racist. People in different parts of the world look different. Yeah, um, and then when you're when he's doing the um, when he goes long way down. You know, he goes from Scotland down through Africa. Yeah. He goes through Cairo and Egypt, and you're like, okay, these people have more in common with Middle Easterners. Yeah. You know, um, and then he gets down to Kenya and Ethiopia and Rwanda, mm-hmm. and you're like, these are your more your typical Africans that you that you think of. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's so weird to see how the how the the people change. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know? it is. Yeah. You go. You go from in America. You go. You start in Florida, and you see, you know, as you, as you head west, as you head west, you see uh, people having more and more teeth. Yeah, <laughs> except for when you hit Louisiana, then then like you know the fucking Cajuns and shit. Well, then you don't you don't go through Louisiana. Yeah. You just get out there. Yeah, you just get out there, boy. You just well, get out. Well, no, you, you stop there. You get a beignet, then you get out. <laughs> well, yeah, you stop in New Orleans. Yeah, you do not stop in the swamps. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Do not stop for gas. Dude, they they are the worst white people on the planet. Like, Yeah, because they're part French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're the two worst groups put together. Southern the French, French and the South. <laughs> <laughs> oh and God. you can't understand them. No one can. Southern yeah. people can't. French people can't. Yeah, they just look at them like, what the fuck is going on? Um, That's so the like, name there, of the podcast. There's, there's Cajuns. <laughs> There's the joke that uh, French is just uh, Italian minus Spanish, and everything that left is French. Um, Cajun is French minus intellect. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's fair. Um, 
That is fair. It's like it's like when you hear a Cajun talking, it's like you took a uh, you took like a wind up toy that's a Frenchman and wound it up and like so far past it where like you broke it, like you went farther than you should have and let it go and it just starts going. It sounds like you replace, like you switch their teeth and their tongue, and they're just like relearning how to talk. It's like Boomhauer from King of <laughs> trying to speak French. <laughs> Dang that man, I was just having a civil play. <laughs> <laughs> yep! Dude, totally. You sound wicked smart. Yeah, you sound wicked smart. Um, oh, that's in my Tinder bio that I'm wicked smart. <laughs> Filled just like that too. S M A H T. Wicked like the play. What were we talking about before Egypt? Mambla. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember what accent it. Oh yeah, Nigerian accents. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck. N- that was my vibrator. Sorry. Nigerians have the best American or not American English accent out there. Like when they speak English. Like, their voices are just fucking so pleasant. And I, I put them right next to, like, West Coast accent in the way of sounding articulate. Like, they just are very well-spoken people. You know who has the worst English accent? The South. South Africans. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. The white South Africans. Yeah, the w- white South Africans are the worst people on Elon the planet. Elon Musk is South African. Yeah, my statement still stands. He is a, His accent is, is awful to listen to. I do not like it. Yeah, and his face is awful to look at. I he's hate him. He's a good-looking guy. He looks like a cunt. He looks pompous. Like, you like look it. at him, and the word pompous immediately comes to like mind. Like a white South African. Yes! <laughs> like, have you seen Oscar Pistorius? Looks the same way. <laughs> Except, you know, minus the legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think you can look pompous without legs. <laughs> like, if you... Have like nice things and you don't have legs, you know you're privileged. He thought someone was breaking in. No, he when didn't. He didn't think someone was breaking in and heard his girlfriend and shot through the door. Yeah, no, no, he he just shot her. Yeah, she was fucking a rugby player and he shot her. Yeah, yeah. You wanna know why he shot her through the door? Because she was fucking rugby. Because he couldn't kick it down. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> he would have got those, stuck in the door with his blades. Get those stabby legs that like, that one girl had. In yeah, Kingsman. he gets stuck in the door. You still can't kick the door down. Well, just you got a blunt put force. Put like a it. tennis ball on the on the bottom of him. You like on a walker. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like a fucking geriatric fucking walker at a, a old person home, but on his legs. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, um, what the fuck were we talking about? You're saying Nigerians have the best accent? They do. They 100% do. Have you ever... It's very similar to uh, Chadwick Boseman's accent in uh, Black Panther, where it's like that smooth, Because he didn't actually have an accent. Yeah, he doesn't. He just sounds like a dude. Yeah. Um, no, I, I like that accent. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah, a very no. nice, nice um, accent. But generally, I hate accents. Like... People are like, oh, like French accents or British accents are so sexy. And I'm like, the two most pompous, pompous yeah. accents in the fucking world. Like I British, mm, I'm British, don't you know? Or French. Well, we are better than you. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I mean like a girl. Our rats can make our cuisine better than us. 
Wait, I thought that movie was in Italy. I saw it like when I was. I've never seen Ratatouille, nor do I care to see Ratatouille because we all know that the superior rat is Stuart Little. No, he's not, dude. Stuart Little can kick any rat's dude, ass. Dude, ima- Chuck E. Cheese. Imagine Ratatouille. Imagine being a kid at a fucking orphanage and a family shows up to adopt a kid and instead they pick a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's dude, a rich, rich white family. Yeah, it's like I would just kill myself. <sighs> Like, I'm at an orphanage, and they pick a fucking mouse instead of me. Wait, was he a mouse or a rat? He was a mouse. Yeah. He my, was like a little mice are, mouse. mice are definitely cuter than rats. Like, rats are rats, you know? Also, why was he like, the only animal that, like, talked and interacted with humans? None of the other animals did. But apparently they could all talk. I don't know. Plot of the movie. Plot armor. <sighs> I'm just saying, you know... Hugh Laurie was in it, okay? Was he? Yeah, he played the dad. And I'm just saying a movie about fancy cooking is the shit. Because... A rat does it, though. Yeah, but also they got kitchen culture, like, perfectly. Yeah, they were swearing in it? I didn't hear any swearing (laughs) in it in any of the trailers I saw. Because I have not seen the movie. So tell me, Taryn, did did Ratatouille swear? (laughs) No. Okay, then. Did he say corner? Uh, they did say corner. Okay, all right then. All right. Um, and heard. Um, okay. She also yes, like perfectly. Yes, <laughs> she perfectly. The uh, sous chef like nailed it on every single like instructional thing where she was like teaching the guy how to cook. Uh, Remy, I think his name was. That's no, Remy is the name. rat. Who cares about the guy? Uh, a ginger fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, but it, it was just a very accurate movie. Fucking so, great accents. Um. Yeah, no, like, a lot of, like, guys and stuff will be like, oh, like, this accent's, like, really hot and stuff. And I'm just, like... I no just... accent is hot. No accent is hot. I would say Pacific not... Northwest accent's hot because I can understand what the fuck they're saying. I could... He- I know what they're saying when they're saying, like, hey, you're really good looking. Hey, like, you're, like, uh... Like, you're the equivalent of, like, a nice, hoppy IPA. <laughs> I would say that was like weirdly like a South California accent, but saying Pacific Northwest things. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing because they moved up from Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> they moved here because they watched Portland and they're like, oh my God, I bet the whole state's like oh that. Oh my God. Like, that is so cool. Dude, yeah. Crystal, bring your crystals. We're moving to Portland. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. We're Crystal, moving to bring Portland. Your, oh, we're moving to Portland. <laughs> or Crystals, bring your crystals. Yeah. There's so many names. I'm so good at this. Um, I don't think any accents are hot, but I do want to date a girl with an accent. Mainly because I want to go back and visit her family and then become a lord in Scotland. I want to date a girl with a Scottish accent. Um, you just have but to do... But not Scottish Twitter accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I can't even do it. It's so fucking awful Dude, because you have to speak you articulately. Just, you just have to, you know, play it smart and... Never speak in a fucking accent. No matter how good you think you are, natives think you sound like hot horse shit. No one buys it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter how good you think your accent is. It's terrible to the locals. Yeah. Like, anyone who actually um, speaks with the accent, they can, just hear you and can like... We, uh, can you and I both agree that Robert Downey Jr. is not good at accents? I never heard him do accents before. And Sherlock? Sherlock Holmes, the movie? I never watched the Robert Downey Jr. ones. Well, I just saw a clip from uh, Doolittle, 
uh, and he did an accent in it, and I did mm. not like it. All right. Um, can we talk about how like British people usually sound better at American accents than us? Well, yes, because that's the only way they can break into Hollywood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, like Benedict Cumberbatch. Like yes. Some, some people are um, like, I don't like his American accent. And it's like, no, it's just not as good as his British accent. His his American accent only takes me out of it because I've only ever heard him speak in, in a yeah. British accent. But it sounds fine. It sounds very um, like West Coast. It's a, it's a West Coast accent. Yeah. When he's supposed to be a doctor from Manhattan. I want him to be like, hey, give me the scalpel. <laughs> yeah, but no one sounds like that in Brooklyn anymore. Hey, I got the dime stone. <laughs> <laughs> I give it the go-goosh, you know. <laughs> hey, it's, it's a simple spell, but quite unbreakable. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find our will greater than yours. Yeah. <laughs> First off, what the fuck are you second? Secondly, our? <laughs> and then Robert Downey Jr. dropped the fucking giant rock on him. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, fuck Brooklyn. <laughs> um, fuck that entire state. New York? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there's our number fifth state that's the shitty state. <laughs> New York. I thought we picked Dakota. Yeah. Well, no, we picked... Uh, Descartes, too. We picked uh, Wyoming, Connecticut, Delaware. And then you picked North Dakota, and then we said Dakota. Yeah. Just all the Dakotas. Because you argued South was worse, and I forget why. So we, we agree that North Dakota I, and South Dakota see, and my, Dakota Fanning are all the worst. <laughs> my justification for my two, North Dakota and Delaware, is that... In my opinion, there's 100% nothing for you to do there. Like, there's just... Apparently, I've, you can make a shit ton of money there. In, in what, North building Dakota. a pipeline? Uh, oil, yes. Not necessarily building a yeah. pipeline, but working on an oil rig. Yeah. Well, and yeah. apparently, not enough people want to move there, so they are paying out the ass to get people to move there. Just like Alaska. Oh, there's the other state. Alaska, shit state. Yeah. It has like a 6 to 1 gender ratio there. Six men for every one woman. But they don't have any non-binaries? It's Alaska. They don't. I can confirm they don't. <laughs> um, Taren actually, looked hard. I don't Taren know. loves uh, the non-binary bras. I, I would say... Yeah. I said non-binary. Bindary. Uh, maybe they wear a binder. Had their titties. Because they're so small. <laughs> well, no. Like, you typically wear them if you have, like, semi-bigger titties, but you want to look like you don't have titties. Wait, a binder? Yeah. It's like You're not corset. talking about a three-ring binder, are you? No. It's like a corset, but for your tits. Okay. Elab- te- learn me something. Um, it's a very tight, semi-thick fabric that you put around your chest so it looks like you don't have boobs. It's Who typ- would want to do that? I mean, it's typically for, like, costumes. <sighs> but non-binary people will do it. If they have, like, bigger tits, but they want to <clears throat> appear outwardly, like, not of a particular gender. gender. Yeah. They don't want to, yeah, okay. Yeah. But it's mostly for like costumes. Like say, everyone loves boobs. I love boobs. Boobs are great. Don't Butts do are better. Dude, I see a fat fucking ass. And I just can't help myself, you know? What do you do? Look at it. <laughs> I'm glad that's what you said. I'm just, like, I can't help myself. 
I just stare at it. Dude, like, why, why is it, like, I, I sit there and I stare at pretty girls waiting for them to come over and ask me out and they never do. Like, what Dude, the fuck? Dude, I know, right? They never fucking do. Um. Oh, wait, are you making a joke? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, they don't because what do you have to offer that warrants them coming up to you and asking you out? I know. I, this is why I need to go to therapy. I didn't mean about. you. I don't have uh, anything to offer. I, I, yeah, you I, do. Do you want me to change your oil for you? All right, cool. See you in 5,000 miles. <laughs> I'm just your oil sa- change boyfriend. That got sad fast. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, I'm putting that on my Tinder bio. That's funny. I can change your oil and you only have to come back every 5,000 miles. <laughs> um, surprisingly, uh, one of my new favorite YouTube channels, it's mostly a fitness steroid channel called More Plates, More Dates. Um worst fucking name for an account but it's funny but his content is great like he is actually like in my opinion the best in the way of like fitness knowledge whoa will tennyson will tennyson's funnier coach greg um coach greg is knowledgeable he has good diet tips in the way of people who need to be in a calorie deficit but still want to be full and eat tasty food but like, his mantra is literally just train harder than last time. Well, uh, Derek from More Plates, More Dates. Um, Dude, no, 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 no. Every actor who has gotten ripped for a role knows more than More Plates, More Dates. Yeah, true. Uh, chicken, broccoli, brown rice. Chicken, broccoli, brown rice. That's all yep. Egg whites. Um, and, that's not because that's but, actually not getting any of the um, nutrients you need. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Look up the vertical diet. It's the way to go. Um, I'm not pushing that. Because I don't know anything about it. Taryn can push that on his own. But I'm here pushing MVMT washes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Fuck them. So, um, he does have videos about, like, kind of, like, social and lifestyle stuff. Which are super infrequent compared to his videos of, like, is Kumail Najiani using steroids and stuff like that. Like, those kind of videos. And, like, what do I think his cycle looks like? And what his diet looks like in his routine. And um, because whenever there's the article, this is the workout Kamel Najiani used to get big for Eternals. It's not. It's not the routine they used. It's not the diet they used. It's all lies. It's, no one ever knows. Yeah, it's Men's Health Magazine selling an article that they got a licensing agreement with the actor or the trainer to make, but it's never accurate. They wouldn't pay a trainer thousands of dollars a week uh for this information so that they could put it online for free yeah like try to rationalize that to me you morons well and also they're not going to put in there how to get the steroids yeah um well i mean that's easy just you know doctors can prescribe you testosterone right like i can literally get to a doctor's office in a week and have needles and testosterone ready to go for hrt do it Prove it. Okay. Prove it for the podcast. I'm afraid of needles, so no thank you. <laughs> I'll stab you. Thanks, man. Just be like, hey, you're I mean, if, vaccine again. If you legit would do it for me, then I would. I would do tests. But I can't do it myself. Like, no way in hell. Um, but anyway, so. Um, do I get to stab Terry with needles? He uh, has video. <laughs> he had needles. a video on, like, how to do a cold open with a girl basically like walk up to someone you don't know and like 
ask her out basically and i never watched these videos of his because i was like that's so fucking wait more plates more dates yeah okay i want to know how this went and i was like oh god i don't want to watch that that's fucking cringy like you know like oh this is how you know you walk up and be an alpha is what i was expecting no dude he actually had like really sound advice of like uh he promotes the video like it's going to be like you know like oh you just have to have an alpha aura you know because that's what's going to get the clicks yeah and then he's going to teach then he he's going to learn something get, then he actually gives like really like well-rounded sound advice because so many guys think like to get a girl i have to like show off almost like, I have to show that I'm worthy in a way. Like, oh, here's my cool hobbies. Here's this cool thing I can here's do. I can do this cool Here's my shiny, sparkly motorcycle. <laughs> well, like, it would be like if you just walked up to a girl and started just bragging about, like, how cool your motorcycle is. It's like, it just makes you it's, sound pretentious about it. super fast and so am I. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sometimes I like to think that one of us is faster. Yeah, and uh, I definitely get gassed out faster than that. <laughs> um, did did you stop for gas at any point during your drive? Like, I don't know, like how. Oh God, yes. Okay, I was gonna say I don't know, like how far your bike can can get on a tank. Uh, so I got it for so uh, my bike um is a five gallon tank, four and a half gallons, five gallons, right around there. Okay. I think it's actually four and a half gallons. How many miles per gallon does it get? About forty. Okay, so about 160 miles, and then you fill up. Yeah, that's about yeah. what I got. But I do have a range thing on there that will tell me, like, oh, yeah. if you keep driving at this rate, you'll. I finally got it to 200. I it just got to 200, and then I got on it, and it was like, oh, now you can only get 180. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I know. Um, but anyway, so um, like literally, all you have to do as a dude to like get a girl to go out with you. In a cold open scenario, this obviously doesn't work with Tinder because they're getting literally thousands of messages. When you're the one person standing in front of them, it's a lot easier. It's a lot more uncomfortable because you actually are facing this situation. And um, which honestly, like that is a huge thing for a lot of girls. Like you have the fucking balls to like just walk up, introduce yourself and ask them out. Like that's like, oh, man, that takes courage. Like good on this guy. Um, you just have to be nice, which I love that people hate that. I'm nice to women. They don't sleep with me because you're not actually nice. You're not. If you walk around saying how nice you are to women, but they won't sleep with you, it's because you're not actually nice. You're you do things with the expectation of getting laid. Like I held the door open for her. Why won't she come back to my house and sleep with me? It's because you're not actually being nice. Like, holding a door is a bare minimum, and being nice is a bare minimum, too. Anyone can be nice. But no, just be nice, make them laugh a little, show interest in what they're talking about, ask them questions, and, like, you'll do fine. Like, I've walked up to people I had no idea who they are, just been like, hey, uh, my name's Taryn, I just thought you were really attractive, and I wanted to know if you wanted to go out sometime. And they'll tell me their name and give me their number. So can I walk up to a lady and be like, hey, you have bangs. Want to go out? No. Don't objectify them. You just said that you found them attractive. But, but like just saying that you find them attractive, but being like, because you have bangs, I want to ask you out. Yeah, no, because I'm making a point. Yeah. That, for my next girlfriend that that's, like, that's like the equivalent of, uh, 
Here's some more dating advice that I've picked up over the years. Um, two things to never fucking do. It's kind of one thing to never fucking do, but two different scenarios. Um, man, I'm not usually attracted to black chicks. <laughs> it's not a good move like your brain is for some reason telling you it is they're gonna be like like okay you're, you're not telling them that they are so attractive they overcome well you are saying you're so attra attractive it overcomes my bigotry like you're still a bigot <laughs> you're still fucking racist you're still walking around with this black person being like i don't like black people but this one's good like, that's what you're fucking doing. Oh, my God. That's so accurate. And similarly, so um, I didn't learn about this until, like, a week ago. So, apparently, when Emily and I were together, this guy who was in uh, their social friend circle um, uh, asked them out. And they're like, no, I'm actually in, like, committed relationship. Like, I, I don't want to mess this up. Like, I really like this guy. He means a lot to me. And he got weird about it and was just like, oh, I didn't know. I thought, you know, like you'd give me a chance or something. No. And um, at some point they were like, yeah, I don't usually like girls with septum rings. But like, you know, you're still attractive with one. It's like just, just like telling someone that they're hot despite something that you don't like about them is just not a good fucking move. Like, yeah. you're hot despite this thing I hate. Well, that is that is a common tactic with... with Dumb guys. Um, insecure people. Yeah. Is to demean them in order to make yourself <laughs> feel better, like you're doing a better thing by yeah. liking this person because they have something that you don't like. Like, it's more of a compliment for me, really, you know, that I can overcome this thing I like for you. And it's like, no, 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 no. This ain't about you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other one that comes to mind is dudes who will put down other women to prop the girl up they're talking to. Like, yeah, other girls are such bitches. You're not like the other girls. It's not as good as you think it is. You mean Elon Musk? <laughs> He's not like the other billionaires. Um, <laughs> uh, no, like... Putting other women down doesn't, like, make them feel better. It just makes you sound sexist. What you should do is be like, dude, that girl's fucking hot. But you're hotter. No. Uh, just also not a good move. It's showing that you recognize the attraction of that person. And, like, you're basically saying, like, my eyes are also elsewhere. But you're still the hottest person to me. Until I see someone else. Like, oh, no. Just, it's not good to ever be comparative. Like, never be, like, I don't usually like, you know, like, uh, like, preppy girls, you know. Like, they're all bitches, but you're sweet. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why are you putting down other women to try and make me feel better? Just compliment me. I wonder what it's like to be complimented. Your eyebrows are great. Yeah, I know. People keep telling me that. Yeah. That's the you only have a very nice full on. beard. No patchiness. Nice and... Define the lines. Define the great lines. Great album by Underworld. And it's not red. so Yeah. It's just a little golden. There we go. Like my showers. 
Um, <laughs> you pee on yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Get a boner in the shower and just aim straight up. You're like, it's raining, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's chocolate rain. Wait, chocolate fuck. Chocolate <laughs> rain. Damn. <laughs> I'm very dehydrated. You're like that Kim Kardashian uh, photo. Oh, the... With the champagne bottle. And yeah. it's like, but you're, it's the opposite way. Your shit's going up and over <laughs> on top of you. Um, yeah, so... So, t- so, okay, how do you feel about, like... Because I feel like I'm, like, on... When I'm on Tinder, I'm just like, oh, this girl is a fucking, like, nine. I'm swiping left because I have no chance with her. I mean, I, I don't because... You don't swipe left? I, I, sw- I swipe right. You swipe right. Because we are both very particular guys. I would not say either of us are, like, middle of the road, just, like, standard guy. We're, like, you know, you are you deviate more towards, like, the more masculine side of guys. Like, you know, you, you fix shit. You work with your hands. Like, you know, you you dress like a man, you know. And then I'm really like, You're a manly man. And I'm like, really liberal. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, you're outwardly, like, a manly man. Like, just based purely on physical appearance. I'm very feminine, dude. I dress in pretty ways. Like, you know, I wear tight pants. I wear very loud jackets. Short yellow shorts. I didn't like that noise that just <laughs> yeah. made. Just a little bit of slapping around there. Like um, I also, sho- I also showed my undies on the camera because I lifted the shorts up. They saw my undies. Oh, is this a undies ad? But I'm bump bump. Uh, I got mine today. So um, I'm gonna wear them tomorrow. I don't know what that girl's attracted to. It's not so much that like, oh, she's out of my league, so I can't write swiper. For me, in personal taste, um, because a one to ten scale for attractiveness, I have two different ones. The completely like. One where it's, like, no bias. Like, I ignore my personal taste. The heteronormative scale is what I'd call it. Yeah. And, like, just, like, based off of conventional beauty standards and then my taste. Someone who might be a 7 on the conventional might be, like, a 9 to a 10 for me because they have short hair. They're, uh, like, tall and slender and stuff. And, like, those are things that are particularly intriguing to me. I might be, you know, like a mid seven on the conventional scale, but because they like alt dudes who wear leather jackets and heeled boots and stuff, I get bumped up to the same like grade as them. So like they view me as an equal because I fill a particular niche for them. So you don't know what those people are going to be attracted to. Maybe that nine is going to see you as like an eight to a nine because they're like, oh, I like rugged manly men kind of guys. Like, he's got a beard, he has a motorcycle, like, that shit's fucking hot. Like, you don't know that they're going to be into that or not. I'm going to be objectified like that. You're swiping right and left <laughs> on people, you're objectifying them by looking at them. I know, that's what yeah. I love about people who's like, I'm just looking for a connection. Well, you're also swiping, swiping left and right, yeah. based purely on how they look. You know, and then you're going into, like, their personality. Ooh. And Taryn's doing it right now. Um. Emily's sending me pictures. Of her butt? Um. 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 I'll, um I, I don't like this. Um. Um. 
But, um. But, um. So, what you're telling me is that I should always, if I find them attractive and I like them, swipe right. Yeah. What, you, like, what, what about what? in public? What if it's just a fucking, it's uh, like, it's a 10. So, let, a let's. A 10 walks let's, into the bar. Let's. <laughs> a 10 walks into the bar and the bartender says. <laughs> Get the um, fuck out of here. <laughs> we don't like humans um, around here. <laughs> Get out of here, roundies. <laughs> Why? <laughs> this is a, this is a metaphor for racism. <laughs> Bo. <laughs> oh, that's our Bo Burnham reference. That's our Bo Burnham reference. We're covered for another week, baby. Yeah. Um, I say still do it. Um, I it, don't go up and ask people out. Doesn't matter if they're a fucking I'm, two. I'm, I'm saying, like, you should start. It's fun. Like, yeah, I... I I would say for every 10 I ask out, probably six say no, but four say yes. Jesus, 40% success rate? Yeah, but that's four people I wouldn't have slept with otherwise. What? Unpack that. Okay, so... Are you saying every girl you ask out, you sleep with? (laughs) Not every. (laughs) How many girls have you asked out, Taryn? More than I've matched with on Tinder. I mean, not more than I've matched with on Tinder, but more than I've dated on Tinder. I asked a, out IRL. Give me a number. I don't we're know. Gonna do, we're going to r slash they did the math. More than 60. Less so than 80. What's 40% of that? Oh, no. How many have I asked out? Oh, fuck. I've asked out more than like 200 people. Like just walk up to them and ask them out. So you're saying that since 2017, I would say minimum twice a week. I do. Jesus. Yeah. But you're you're you still are in love with that one person, so so that's okay. I deal with my problems in my own special way, but no. Um, I drink to drown. You <laughs> eat no, to like, drown. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's a squatter. <laughs> Um, no, but like the way I rationalize it, like, yeah, six girls said no, but four girls said yes. I was, and six girls regret saying no. No, like for those six girls, they could have been in a relationship. Nothing I can do about that. I'm not going to try and intrude on monogamy like that. If you're in a committed relationship, I respect it. And I'm just going to move on with my day. Like they don't owe me anything. They're literally a stranger. No, you were nice to them. You held open the door for them. They owe um, you everything. I'm not their type, and I get that. I am. I would say I'm not most people's type. Yeah. So it is completely fair that someone just says no because they're not interested in me. You're like a water type Pokemon. I'm a dark type. How dare you? <laughs> I don't know any of what I'm saying. You, you just want me to be wet. You usually are wet. You're usually damp. Yeah, I'm, I'm damp right now, man. I'm sweating up a fucking hurricane over here. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? But no, so like, if you ask out no one... You miss the, 100% of the yeah, shots you don't Yeah, play. literally. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, only make 40%, but if you never shoot a basketball, you're going to make zero shots. You shoot 100 and you make 20, saying, you made 20. If you're if you're hitting 400, man, you're going to the record books with Ted Ted Williams. Yeah, Teddy so, ball game. So I'm fucking I'm fucking Teddy ball game over here. Yeah. Getting my dingus. 
getting you get my dongers. dongers. Wait, I'm not getting dongers. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> they're getting dongers. Hey, you're giving out dongers. I'm dishing out them dongs. Uh, um, so uh, we need to start. You need to start taking me out and and learning me how to. I mean, there's nothing to learn. You just so you just like learn. walk up. Like I'm I've not going. I've seen Hitchcock. I, I'm not going not to Hitchcock. Hitch. I'm not. Go- yeah, you mix Hancock and Hitch. Hitchcock. <laughs> Hitchcock. He's got superpowers and he's banging broads. You know. <laughs> oh man, Hancock was fucking dope. Like the Hitch first two not. thirds. Uh, yeah, Hitch wasn't. Um, well, no. Like, what am I going to teach you? I'm g- am I going to walk up to her with you? No, you're going to be like, hey, that girl over there, go. And I'm going to be like, no. no you, you just and you're going to be like, go, or else you can walk home. And I'm like, okay. No, I'll like go, you, and then I'll get. Um, I feel like knocked down, but I'll get up again. Um, I feel like we would have to drive separate, just because, like, what if it comes up? Like, um, actually, I'm free right now because that has come up for me. And I'd be like, uh, this is too soon. I think we're moving too fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send you a long breakup text at like 10 p.m. and then regret it. Okay, it was 10 a.m. Oh, it was oh. Dude, no wonder she didn't come back. You texted her at ten in the morning. A breakup text, man, that's rough. It was more. It was like ten eleven. It's got to be in the. It's got to be in the I was PM. At work. It's got to be in the PM. You can't break up with someone in the AM. That's too mean. Like they they haven't even had their coffee yet, and they're getting broken up with. That's fucking rough, man. It wasn't even a breakup. We got on two fucking dates. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I think about it all the fucking time. Um. Yeah, we'll find you a better girl. Or they. I don't judge. Or guy. I'm just saying I'm always an option. <laughs> Dude, I... Last resort. So I was talking about this at work because um, one of my coworkers is bi. And I was like, dude, I wish I was bi. Like, not like specifically... I wish... I'm glad you are because it'd just be a parade of people through this house. Like, that's the thing though. Like, I would be able to have sex like pretty much whenever I want. <laughs> Like, gay dudes fucking love me, all right? Gay dudes are like, give me this guy. <laughs> and I would just be like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's how it goes being bi. Yeah, exactly. Like, I would have the greatest fucking time. And, 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 no, I'm not fetishizing bi people. I understand that they love the same as everyone else. I'm just a horny fuck. I'm a horny fuck who wishes he was bi. Not that all bi people are horny fucks. That's a horrible misconception about the bi community. Yeah, no, they don't like to fuck everything. Yeah. Uh, people like to think that they that's how they are. Like, oh, I don't yeah. want to date a bi person. They're just horny that's for everyone. That's the same white bread white people. Yeah. That are just like, yeah. on, like, only watch lesbian porn. I don't like this conversation <laughs> anymore. Dude, I don't want to look at dicks. <laughs> As I'm talking about how I wish I was bi. Yes. Yeah. As you like, like, you wish you could just guzzle dicks. Who, th- who says I would bottom? <laughs> I would top. <laughs> but no, like, <laughs> then you did. Why did you just do it now anyway? Because <laughs> I don't want. I don't like a dudes. Hole is a hole. <laughs> Man, you must be f- a lot of fun at family reunions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> that's awful no dude like like i've tried to like be attracted to dudes <laughs> like not like you know like try to like 
look at naked dudes or something and be like, you like this, you like this. Like, I'll just, like, look at dudes. I'm like, he's good looking, but not in that way. Like, Ryan Reynolds, gorgeous man, in fantastic shape, but it's just, like, there's no, like, I don't view it sexually. I've tried so much. It just doesn't work for me. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That was fair. This so I always hate it whenever people tell me you don't know you're not into dudes till you don't try. Well, if I'm not even sexually attracted to them, um, I think that's a pretty good start. That is usually a good start. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Were you going to tell me my, like, eighth grade self was wrong for being sexually attracted to girls? Because, well, you haven't slept with them, so you don't even know if you like it. I'm still sexually attracted to them. I still know that this goes in there. <laughs> I want to do it all the time while I'm cranking down the fucking lesbian anime porn. Lesbian live action porn. Live action? <laughs> lesbian LARPing? <laughs> LARPing? <laughs> like llamas with two helms? Uh, <laughs> LARPing? Or in Spanish, yarping. Because two L's in Spanish is a Y sound. Like tortilla. Yarping just sounds like a different type of yiffing. Yeah. It's a... Uh, Which is a furry thing. Yeah. We're all furries. After uh, Zootopia and uh, Space Jam. I've never seen those movies. Wait, you haven't seen Space Jam? Never seen the Space Jam. I haven't seen Space Jam either, but I've seen fucking Lola Bunny enough. Oh, yeah. I've seen Lola Bunny. Yeah. I know the, the whole thing that was going on with her about how they desexualized her. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's fucking war crime. Like, who cares? I am going to burn. Wait, the who's... The only it, who? animated characters that we're allowed to be sexually attracted to are Pixar moms. What about the Pixar daughters, you know? Pixar moms. I feel like when Incredibles came out, me being sexually attracted to Violet was perfectly acceptable. And Incredibles too. it's weird, so... Not my fault they took like 10 years to move the plot like one week forward. <laughs> like the movie, did you watch Incredibles 2? Yes. It literally starts right at the end of the last movie. Did it? Yeah, with the uh, the underminer guy. Yeah. Yeah, like that literally was the ending of the movie and then it picked up right there. Oh, okay. And it was just like, I'm still gonna fuck Violet. Anyway... <laughs> Okay, then. That was weird. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. MeUndies. This episode's brought to you by uh, MeUndies, which mine are now creamed in. <laughs> <laughs> guess what? They have a new Incredibles print. <laughs> um, I, I wear mine inside out. So my dick's right again. And he wears them uh, backwards because if he wears them frontwards, he'll cream on dash. So it's weird. So, uh. Are you looking to see if Miannis has an Incredibles print? No. I'm responding to Emily, okay. obviously. So um, you should probably wrap it up. Wrap it up. Like Taryn doesn't do on a first date. That's another thing we should unpack, but you should unpack that with your therapist that we're both going to go find right now. Yeah. Fuck, what time is it? Oh, it's already nine. Yeah. I have to leave for work in two hours. Good for you. I need to go to bed. I've been up for 16 hours. So. I make the cutest sounds. Wait. No. I've been up for 18 hours. Jesus, you're pulling a Taryn. I've been up since 3.30. I might go 
I might sleep and go into work at uh You won't three. I should. Really? I, only slept, I only slept like four and a half hours. All right. All right. Check us out on Twitter at uh, at Surprising Twit. Check us out on Instagram, Surprisingly Podcast. We are on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere where you like to consume your podcasts at Surprisingly Sober Podcast. Check us out on Friday for Surprisingly Music. Yeah, where we do Pedals for Armor by Haley Williams this week. Yep. And be sure to check out previous episodes. Maybe we've done a band that you're into. And let us know if you like the podcast. If you got to this point, I feel like you're contractually required to leave a comment. If you're hearing this spiel, you have to leave a comment. It's the fucking Don't rules. Don't say spiel. Spiel in German means play, so. It means play? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said plague. No, play. Like okay. as in, I spiel basketball. Ich spiel basketball. I play basketball. I spiel with my cock? Yeah, you probably do. I'm Taryn. I'm Spiel. <laughs> I'm Trevor. I'm Trevor Spiel. <laughs> and uh, we, we are, are r slash slash signing, signing off. off.